Monday, Monday, Monday. It's going to be a short week. Everybody's thawing those turkeys out. Getting ready for those awkward family conversations. <laughs> uh, but we still got three <laughs> days to go, so let's bounce. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stay when they see me. I don't, I don't. Everybody felt that when you said it. Everybody <laughs> felt that. Like crap. Oh, the awkward family conversation. If, everyone's on, on. Everyone's got a notepad out going. Okay, yeah. Who can I avoid? One, topic two. <laughs> right. Right. Ep, yeah. Totally anemic. Topic one. I can bring up. What else can I dodge to? One I, weather. Two. <laughs> so. <laughs> so so many people probably know what it feels like especially in this community if if you're kind of like tech savvy or if you know you're just used to doing business you tend to tend to have to you know adopt technology a little faster and i don't know kyle do you ever end up being like tech support over thanksgiving break oh absolutely i think i've already got a couple tasks it's like hey i can't get (laughs) x to work Oh, I need my navigation updated on my uh, on my car. Oh, I need yes, every uh, single time. Like, oh, your operating system is four generations old. <laughs> <laughs> that could be why it's not working. Just yes. could be. Oh, I hate this. It's so funny. Well, it's coming, everyone. My wife and I did a little uh Thanksgiving shopping. Actually, we did had a really quick run in the Costco. We went we were going to have like an hour to shop and the kids were at home and we we're going to like let's make sure we get a turkey cuz Lord knows what supply is going to be like. So let's try to get a jump on it. Bought a turkey, ran into my very first business mentor, Chris Burrett, who doesn't even live in upstate New York, but he gave me my start in the auto industry as a service advisor. And I ran into him in the store and we talked for pretty much the whole time we had allocated to shop. And so we grabbed a turkey and got home. (laughs) So we got some more shopping coming up this week. You guys prepare early. Paul, speaking of running, oh, Segway. Time. Yeah, Kyle ran a mile or two over the weekend. <laughs> I did. I ran a I ran a mile or two, twenty six point two to be exact, and uh, it was super fun. We don't have to dwell on it too long, but if you've ever run a marathon, you know what my Achilles is feeling right now today, <laughs> uh, and and it's been an interesting journey up and down stairs. But uh, it was it was a it was a wild feeling and. Um, you know, the, I think the question now is, is will I ever do it again? And, and I think I was wondering that the same question. I thought, I thought about that. I was like, now what are you going to turn into the person that like is on this quest to constantly shave time off your marathon? Or you're like, you know what? I did it. Now I'm going to not do it again. <laughs> no. Yeah. I was thinking about that over the weekend. And I think there is, there's something in me that wants to do it uh, at least one more time, which I guess that's probably the, the, the downhill into 20 more times. One more right? time. Just one more, <laughs> just one right. drink, Kyle, just one. Right. Yeah. So I, I wasn't as prepared as I wanted to be just from a physical perspective because of, of being sick a couple of weeks ago. And so, you know, there may be just that like one more time to get, you know, fully ready. Although there'd probably be something in the way the next time. And there's always something, but uh, yeah, we'll see see how it goes i'm gonna take a couple days think about it haven't registered yeah, for another not one, the right time we'll not the right time yeah i don't know maybe maybe like take up the halves right yeah it's got to be take up the halves be like work at being like the best at like a 10k or half yes. marathon like that it's, yeah. it's so i don't know you do what you want you do what you want <laughs> maybe if yes. i ever do a marathon it'll be because because like i don't know something happened in my life and i'm like you know what i just need to do this yeah but you know Good. aside from that i'll just keep cheering you on you know, but you killed it under four hours. Very first marathon, right? That, that's a that's a pretty pretty high bar to set. 
you finished in front of a lot of people. And what's the, what's the line that your daughter said? I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've got it sitting, sitting right here next to me. I had to bring it into work. She said, even though you weren't in first place in the marathon, but you were for me. Oh, Oh, melt moment. She hit me so hard with that this weekend. <laughs> and if you that don't know, t- like, Kyle's a crier. I'm, I look, I'll go straight to crying real quick. <laughs> I did right after the marathon. I got emotional and then that hit me real hard. So uh, fa- family stuff, seeing family at the finish line. Um, I think that that's, uh, and, and I had a buddy that, that posted on, uh, on, on my Facebook post about the, the marathon, uh, that he, he wasn't crying and it was just allergies and, it's all, it's all about how when, once you have kids, I'm telling you, there's oh, just a man. whole nother level of emotion around family. That's so true. I can rarely, I don't know if anyone else, but like I find myself holding back tears so much during movies. Oh. Like there's just a depth of feeling that gets opened up. It's really a depth of vulnerability. And yes. so like, yeah, and there'll be like kids movies too. Like Dude, we kids. were watching a Netflix movie about the uh, princesses switching this and and i got emotional at one point right oh so all those people that used to make fun of your parents for crying at the hallmark commercials it's your turn it is your turn hey we got some fun stuff coming up uh this week we actually don't have a clubhouse room every day of the week or four days a week like we typically do instead we're going to combine all of our clubhouse audiences together into one great clubhouse room this tuesday so tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, we're meeting on Clubhouse. Um, I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes of this podcast, so you can just drop in and check it out. And uh, we're going to have David Long, who usually hosts our Pandemic of Positivity room. We're going to have our Women Inspiring Automotive room, Michelle Denegene. We'll see if she can make it. Um, We're also going to have our Minorities Making Auto Great room. We're going to have our weekly debrief, which is Kyle and I and whoever else dares to show up when it's always a great time. And we're all going to get together and uh, we're going to have one big stream. We're going to talk about the plans going into the end of the year, a little recap. And uh, yeah, it should be a really good time. Good time to connect. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I I enjoy those kind of all call clubhouse rooms. And I think uh, we'll probably be, it'll be tough to squeeze all the topics into an hour, but uh, you know, come join, share some thoughts around, uh, Thanksgiving or the end of the year from a business perspective, I think it'll be a really insightful room uh, as well as just kind of a, an all call feel good for sure. Yeah. That, that in- insightful part, right? You can get dropping a lot of clubhouse rooms and people are just like, so what are you doing? Well, I'm picking my nose. What are you doing? Well, I just got done picking my nose. I'm, I'm going to watch some Netflix, right? It's like, that's not going to be that kind of room. So yeah. when we talk about musings, it's musings of some of the sharpest people in the industry. And, right. um, man, I always walk away with with several notes written on my desk and my mind opened up to some new things. So that's what we're about. We're about having some fun, but as you know, we're also about learning some things. And um, speaking of having some fun and learning some things. Segway. Time. Ask two and one. Let's go. This is the first official announcement that we are doing an end of year live stream. It's going to be the Automotive State of the Union year end extravaganza. Yes, we're going to try to live up to the title. It is going to be on Monday December 20th, write it, circle it on your calendar now, Monday, December 20th. We figured it'd be a great week for people to just uh, tune into a live stream. We're going old school. Remember those early live streams, right? We're going to get everybody together, except this one is like way more competent than that first one. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're going... We're going, we're pulling all the stops out of this one. If you know the old Oregon uh, analogy there and, and we're, we're, we're going to bring in some fun stuff. 
uh, we, we've got just a really fun, creative opening idea. And, uh, I think, I think people will be surprised if you're tuning in to, to not just, uh, the thought leadership of the people that we can, that we're going to work to bring into the room, but just the fun, the extravaganza portion of it yeah. and, and try and marry those worlds. Yeah. We're going to try to walk the talk. Um, we're going to have some really cool things where, um, the industry, we're going to try to spearhead the industry, giving back. Um, maybe in a live sense, but also um, in a broad sense. So we're probably going to do that. Um, we're going to have some special guests, a lot of special guests, actually. Kyle and I are going to be in the same uh, part. Kyle's coming up to Syracuse. We're getting a set. We're getting cameras. We're getting some action. We may have an elf. We may have an elf. We still have to <laughs> solicit said elf. But if you know us, you probably have a pretty good idea of who that's going to be. And um, oh, there's one other thing I wanted to mention. Oh, and we have our very first stream sponsor, or the stream sponsor, our friends at cars.com stepped up before we even told them anything about it. They were like, yes, we are in. Which, yeah. mad mad credit to the cars.com team because they're like, hey, we want, we want to shake it up. We want to give back. We want to make it happen. So we're going to be getting some other sponsors together as well and doing some giveaways and having some fun. But Circle It Now, much more information to come Monday, December 20th. We're shooting for 12, uh, 12 p.m. Eastern. We might do 1 p.m. Eastern. We're trying to figure out what our West Coast folks can do. But uh, it's just the Monday kicking off Christmas week, and uh, we're going to have a really great time. Let's get into some news. We've been going on trying to get calibrated. It's good to get calibrated, right? Get ready for your family. Get ready for some turkey. Get ready for all that stuff. Um, hey, Crypto.com, naming rights. Wow. Crypto.com now, now has the naming rights to what used to be the Staples Center. So we went from, uh, you know, uh, staples some, your some bi- paper binders right. and computers and paper right to cryptocurrency so think about that you're selling paper we just skipped digital yeah we, <laughs> right right we went straight to, well, to staples to wanted to, yeah, yeah staples wanted to convince themselves that you know maybe that they were innovative but yeah they saw through it well actually they probably just couldn't afford the naming rights at this point exactly right? exactly so really interesting to kind of see that and and to see the the purchase price i think it was like 171 million is that is that about right i no it's 700 million oh 700 sorry i moved my seven i yeah, apologize it was expensive Ooh. yeah That's i mean if it was crazy. 107 we probably would have did it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so oh. moved moved my moved my seven just a little bit but uh yeah for for crypto to be in the game of naming a building uh, is really showing, especially over the last few months, the increased, you know, like move toward the center that crypto, NFTs, blockchain conversations have had um, to where uh, it, it's and interestingly enough, when some when a when a naming rights gets purchased, there's also, you know, f- from my dealings with with some of the the local sports teams and people that I know here, it's not just you know, do you have the money? There's also, there's also a branding attachment and an alignment perspective there. Yes. And so, you know, for the, for the ownership group to have the alignment perspective to, to bring crypto in is really an interesting piece of that as well. It is. And if you haven't go over to crypto.com, like when you land on the page, it's Matt Damon and a big headline that says fortune favors the brave and they're talking about space and exploration and it's a really cool vibe on the site and if you just hover over the products you'll you'll maybe if you're not in crypto you'll be like wait there's an app where i can buy crypto that makes sense wait visa cards eight percent back on all spending what 
earn 14.5% rewards on the coins that you own, right? There's, there's the thing going on. So, um, yeah, there's still risk, right? There's still, um, a tolerance, risk tolerance, even amongst, you know, savvy people. They're like, well, let's see how this thing pans out because let's be honest, there's still risk involved. And that's the truth for any time we're trying anything new, anytime we're trying anything new, right? We're in the throes of it in the auto industry right now. Anytime we try something new, is it risky? Yes. Are you going to get it wrong? Likely. Likely you're going to get it wrong. But hopefully, it because, wrong, because if you're only getting things right, then you're not trying enough things. You're not risking, right? You know you can mm-hmm. run three miles fast. Yes. <laughs> till you run exactly. 26.2. Like, what, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And so, um, yeah, that, that's kind of a seismic thing. Also came out, you know, speaking of people, I'm not going to do another segue, but, you know, people taking risks or people making bets, you know, Ford spent, uh, invested a lot of money in Rivian. We talked about that last week. And over the weekend, it came out that they said, you know what? We're not going to have a joint platform venture with Rivian, battery technology and all that. Ford said, we believe in what Rivian's doing, but we're confident that we can crush it on our own. That surprised yeah. me. I mean, I guess it doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't. There was so much energy around it, but Ford is like, we got this. It is really interesting. You know, when you think about just the way that the majority of the world operates from an innovation perspective or a technology perspective, um, everything is built off of, uh, let's just talk technology. Everything's built off of API. So anything that you see that's like a, um, that's a website portal or an app or anything like that, most people are not building all of their own technologies, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're bringing this in through APIs, bringing this in through APIs. And the automotive industry is typically like, no, 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 no. We're going to build that on our own because it has to be auto specific. And, and for me, this is a really weird uh, kind of, you know, taking it from the technology perspective to the platform perspective, mm-hmm. it's kind of auto doing auto again. You've got this, this incredible, EV technology in Rivian that can essentially be a platform for any automaker mm. and and essentially giving a, a quote-unquote API from a framework, from a, a physical framework, and then automotive saying, nope, we're going to do our own thing. It's, uh, it's unfortunate. Mm. For me, it's unfortunately a call to the past. What is Ford going in on their own? Ford- Ford saying, we're going to do it on our own. Interesting. That's a, that's a good perspective. I like that perspective. I hadn't thought about that way. I was kind of like, there you go. All right. That's kind of the spirit of the industry saying like we can figure it out. But a lot of vulnerability in that. Yes. I mean, exactly. there's still investors in Rivian. They said they'll continue to invest right. in Rivian. Rivian, But on the development side, I guess we're going to see. I mean, everyone's kind of hoarding. If you can, you're hoarding your resources when it comes to battery t- technology, development, raw materials, because it really is a race to see who's got. I still, I mean, I know we only have like 30 seconds left, but I still am don't fully understand where all the batteries are going to come from, where all the electricity to charge all these cars is going to come from. And is it actually better for the environment? Like I don't, th- mm. I, I haven't seen a convincing argument yet that pulling all these materials out of the earth, refining it and figure out, we haven't figured out what we're going to do with them when they're spent and they're done. Right. Let's, uh, Oh, we can just put them in space. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just just remove stuff from the earth and put it in the space. That won't change anything at all. Well, on that note, <laughs> speaking of removing things from space, hey, we just want to be grateful uh, to you that you spent some time with us this morning. We hope we helped you get your Monday bumping. 
Got uh, three days to run hard, and then we have a little family time, time to relax. So until then, check the show notes for Clubhouse. See you tomorrow. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know.